best way to raise this? With your hand. Yeah, yeah, just move it around. Just push it. If it's too tight, then you can just loosen that knob there, the, oh, the big one. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I get told all the time, loosen the knob. <laughs> and we're back. Because it's just right. <laughs> okay, we need, a, we need a better return here. Here we go, here we go. Okay. And we're back. Welcome back to the Hello Calgary podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Esau. Uh, we're eating some of that sweet, sweet, sweet village, village flatbread pizza co. Mm-hmm, Shout yeah. out to them for always making gluten free pizza. That's right, official official pizza of the official pizza of Calgary. Yeah, a fire and wine. Free anyway. advertisement. That's right. They never paid us anything. We just really no. Nope, we just we get it every time. Yeah. Speaking of okay. the wine part of fire and wine, we have moved moved on. Pardon me from the um, meal mai. Pinot Noir, which I will give a rousing two out of ten to. <laughs> Tastes like goddamn syrup in a bottle. Let's do better next time. Someone once told me it retailed for $36. That's a lie. Um, I think the sale price is probably the regular price. And then, anyway, so now. Willow Park. So the whole point of Fire and Wine is, is we each bring two bottles um, to experience the wine. And to after come much to fire. slagging, um, we usually go around robin, but after much slagging, after much slagging, <laughs> we so went back to back. Yeah, we all slagged on the meal mai, yeah, yeah. and um, so now infectious was infectious, like offering up some sweet artistry on the front of this one. Infectious mm-hmm. basically coerced us into drinking this next one he brought, which is called the Prisoner. I thought it looked like Les Misérables. He informed me it's Goya, and apparently Goya is his favorite artist, and I've known him for like. 13 years, and this is the first time I've ever heard of him like Goya. But anyway, so the, the drawing on the front is Goya. It's called The Prisoner. It is a 2018 California wine. So, um... <laughs> Napa Valley. Yeah, Napa Valley, bitch. So it'll be, um... Yeah. Doable. It'll be okay. I mean, certainly can't be worse than Me Oh My. Which was from... <laughs> um, also... California. California. California so... Too, yeah. Just want to throw out there. I mean, would it hurt you once to buy an old school wine? Just it, old labels, wine. Just throw it out there. Like their labels were not cool enough. Right? <coughs> you know, this one. Are we a prisoner to the wine or what? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, pardon me. It is. It's substantially better than Mio Mai. So, um, if you're looking yep. for a six out of ten bottle of California wine, six. The Prisoner 2018 Ouch. California. I'd say for such a <clears throat> viscous and thick wine, it actually goes down light. Mm-hmm. All things said and done. And I do appreciate the artistry on the front, even though I don't know who that is. Well, Goya was a Spanish artist. I mentioned Picasso, and uh, Infectious was like, what? Picasso over Goya? What are you, some kind of hipster? And I was just like, well, that's a weird thing to say. But anyway, <laughs> things were said. Names were called. We Goya, Goya is tortured, man. Oh, yeah, because Guernica is such a happy photo yeah. or a happy painting. Who did the scream? Edward Munch, Fuck. come on, get with it. Holy smokes. And on that note, Goya. are you... Ask me another question. Are you ready to spin then? Mm. I got... I got. So, I guess, dear listener, we have um, finished with Common Sense, and um, Common Sense is dead. Dead. Common Sense is dead, totally completely. Yeah. Infectious is going to spin this one. What I do, just tap it? Tap it. Yeah, you like tapping it, don't you? You're good at tapping it. Just tap, 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 tap. Number five. Feeling alive, number five. Hit list. 
Number five. What is the best and only the best of 2021? Ooh. There's so much negativity. Are we in 20? Is is this year 2021? Yeah, what we're sitting in right now. And I mean by the year, 2021, starting yeah. in January all the way to now. What's the best? It's interesting. Remember when... 2020 ended and everyone's like oh yeah it's gonna be great like 2020 is over and it'll be great and then it turns out 2021 is kind of just a continuation of the mm-hmm. same old fucking garbage shit even more disappointing mm-hmm. you know kind of because we had all this hope and now we're like oh wait no yeah everything's still here and life is still garbage yeah um, but that's not the best no that's not the best that's of 2021 no i was just introducing <laughs> the you know, that's why I ask. Right. You know what is? You know what's not this. the best of 2021? Me oh my wine. <laughs> Certainly not the best. Is this the Once worst again, of 2021? Not, not what we've asked for. The right. best. Okay. Of 2021. That's a good question. I'm going to think while infectious answers because I have to think about this. Because I'm not sure there is anything. Um, I'm going to say one of the well, best things is uh, the release of two Canadians from China. That is the best. I was really glad to see that resolved. Yeah, that was good. Because um, I had zero interest in, like, it meant nothing to me. Well, uh, I just happened chance, I don't even want to say it, but I have some kind of, like, past crossing with one of the individuals. And and it just made it very real to me being stuck into prison and then to be released, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go. Okay, are you ready to start this again? No, no, no. <laughs> you agree you should be in prison. You literally... <laughs> no. Anyway, whatever you heard during that song is just the lyrics to that just, song. That's just the lyrics. And I don't agree with that, actually, because uh, there was no charges for like a year. And then when they do, you know what, you know what happens? They open the door and they're like, hey, your trial's on. And then you come out and they're like, you're guilty. And then you go back to the room. It's very Kafka-esque. And mm. it makes sense. Like, I mean, this is just ho- not hostage diplomacy, but you know what I mean? We all knew the score. We let go of their people. They'll let go of our people. Was the Yahweh chick hot or not? Isn't it Huawei? Because Yahweh is God. <laughs> In Jewish terms, yes. But in Chinese. <laughs> Huawei? Sure. Was the Huawei chick hot? Sorry, I, can't, I still can't get over our common common sense talk about Yahweh and Allah and God and Hare Krishna yes. and Buddha and all the gods that we know about. Totally. Start over. Start over. Hello, humans, and welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast, Freedom of Voice. (laughs) Hey, we're back to the Hello Calgary podcast. I'm your host, the (laughs) Prophet Esau. And uh, we're just enjoying ourselves some of this local Zaha. Village Flatbread. Yeah. Thank you for sponsoring our Even podcast. though they're not official sponsors. Not official sponsors. We paid and for And I it. don't blame it. We, yeah, we just paid for the pizza. <laughs> There's a little ASMR sample of um, some village pizza. I think what you're hearing there is some of the corn tortillas, which are gluten-free as well. <laughs> Because corn is not made with re, uh, wheat, rye, or barley. So <laughs> corn is gluten-free. Mm-hmm. And in Spain, they call corn maize. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Yes. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. Um, now we're going to spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, we need a new to topic. To find our new topic. If it's topic number five, we can't do it. Let me spin. Okay, okay. Truth is that we actually, yeah, we did a topic and it didn't work out. It, and it, it, so we're going to remove that to- topic. Can we just remind it was them what number the topic five. was? Um, it was, uh, what was the best <laughs> oh, of yeah. 2021? That ended quickly. Holy smokes, I got bad. That was real bad, real dark, real fast. Yeah. yeah. Lots of name calling. Ooh, okay, we're going to the old ones at okay. a number two. Number two, here we go. Um, and this is in keeping with our old format. It's the spirit of Calgary dead. Mm. Oh, the spirit of Calgary? As a born and raised Calgarian, I feel a connection to the city, but we aren't the same people that brought the Stanley Cup here and the Olympics to the prairies. Is Edmonton? What happened to us? Ooh. No, man. I Those are know. Good questions. Our, it's Cal- Calgary's not dead. Calgary is more vibrant than ever. I think we have, I mean, for instance, I mean, depending on how you look at it, we have one of the best, like, craft beer scenes probably in North America. If we're being completely honest, like, we've got the Barley Belt and we've got. Yeah, um, good for you if you're not fucking celiac. <laughs> You can bring. Uh, Sorry. You can bring that up after, but we. <laughs> but also, if you are see like we have Village Flatbread, um, mm-hmm. which sponsors our <laughs> our talk, um, our podcast. So there are lots of. Glu- There's Glutenberg beer in the fridge. Also, if you want some of that, just really? so you know, yeah. In the fridge. In the fridge. So yeah, For I you. get some Glutenberg. Wow. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Nice. Yeah. It's a lot of anger before that, but so I guess the point is like, there's no we no Calgary is a vibrant, vibrant place. Like despite the fact that we have probably the most like ridiculously conservative and terrible government in the entire country, like we have burgeoning craft beer scenes. And that's not us though. That conservative government. Well, we voted for them. No, sorry. Okay. Some people voted for them. So there you go. It's uh-huh. not representative. No, well, it but never is, is it? But we're voting that way. Why? Why is? Well, we're not voting that way. Well, some of us are. Oh. Obviously, enough of us are to make the color go that well, way. Well, do you want me to, like, generalize who is voting that way, or? But like you said, we're diverse. We're not all like that. And yeah, it's not... but the majority of people are uneducated people working on farms who vote for the UCP, and that's why mm, they're in power. Even in the city, look in the city. Even in the city, there was only one liberal candidate. Yeah. One, just one. Yeah. All right. Well. Fairfax, but it's because the spirit thrives on. We defeat the UCP evil through our spirit to open craft beer stores. We have the Barley Belt. We've got Inglewood. We've got so many. We've got probably one of the best craft beer scenes in all of North America. We've got bookstores. Good bookstores. We have good bookstores. We've got Pages. Really? Mm-hmm. We have Shelf Life. More yep. than other cities. Oh, got yeah. The next page. Yeah. We've got Owl's Nest. And I think, like, that's the thing. I don't know how it compares to other cities. To yeah, but independent bookstores are important. Yeah. It's but, hard, to, but hard like, to do. But mm-hmm. part of it is, yeah. despite our, like, ostensibly right-leaning city, we've got a lot of, like, like cool things going on. Like, yeah. cool things that aren't, like, right-wing. Like, But we're right-leaning only out of necessity. Otherwise, we have no vote in the federal par- parliament. It's not anything more than the recognition that if we don't say conservative across the board, mm-hmm. they'll spend our money and they'll cap our mm-hmm. gas and oil and all this money that we share with everyone, we're going to pay for it. And I know it's, it's, it's a dirty game. 
but the yeah. game's being played dirty around the world. We're all going to die in like 30 years anyway. It doesn't matter what happens with oil and gas or anything. Let's just enjoy life, Not honestly. For you and me, no. we can do whatever we want. No, let's I'm just have future generations. Let's just have some of the prisoner. Let's just, no, honestly, let's have a good time. Who cares? Like, I care about global warming because I want to leave the world a better place than when I found it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But it's only I, I honestly hope oil and gas runs out before I die, just so I can see like all those fucking rich fat cats just be like, oh, no, I have no more money now, and now I can't yeah, do anything because I'm. They, like, I can't warm up like, my diesel thing. truck. Yeah, for exactly. Like, Forty fuck minutes them all. every morning like, when it's plus six. Exactly. <laughs> Assholes. So it's kind of hard representation to take. Like, right if here. You look at him right now. It's hard to take him seriously. He looks very cozy. <laughs> very Canadian. Like, he looks very Canadian. Yeah. So viewer, you can't see this, but we've got infectious sitting in front of us with a plaid like blanket <laughs> resting on him and a glass of wine. He looks kind of like in a stretch dress like fashion. Yeah, like like you imagine like if, if Santa Claus were like twenty years old and like Yeah and bad. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah anyway yeah. that that's carried what I an get. axe. Kind of looks like an old man who doesn't give a prisoner fuck. wine. Yeah. He's your prisoner. Prisoner of the man. <laughs> the UCP man. The UCP man. Have you ever been to Edmonton? I you know what? Fun fact I went to Edmonton um, last week, two weeks ago, to watch the soccer game. Oh, yeah. Where I go, Canada. Mm. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Um, Edmonton is a fucking shithole, though. Like, literally, it is the least desirable place to fucking ever be in. No, like, I, I'm not kidding when I say you drive in on Gateway Boulevard, mm-hmm. and it looks like our shitty McLeod Trail. And every, like, building looks like a facade for a porn store. But like mm-hmm. I said, there's no porn store. It's just an empty fucking building. Yeah. And then after the game, we wanted to go out and get some drinks. And the bars were closed at, like, 11. Really? Yes. And then there were, like, lineups outside of, like, shitty pubs. Like, imagine there was a lineup outside of, like, fucking... <laughs> or like, why is there a lineup outside of this bar? Mm-hmm. Like, I hate it. I hate Edmonton so much. I never want to go back in my whole life. I'll second that. Yeah, fuck it all. <laughs> I hate, but we're Calgarians. It's kind of... No, no, but I would... Right? Well, dude, dude, it kind of goes with the territory. Yeah, but I'm also like Canadian, but UCP, I love New York. I love San Edmonton. Francisco. I just want a cool city to go to. Like, if you're not going to be a cool city and keep your bars open past 11... But their yourself. music scene like and their art scene's pretty... pretty. Like, it evolves. It goes up and down. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, no, Edmonton's known for their French festival. Yeah. Too yeah. bad you can't go to get a drink after. Have you hey, heard? what's that? I just watched a fucking Polish troop do Rosencrantz and Guildenstern is dead. That, Fun fact, I did in Edinburgh. Yes. But then I could get a drink after. In Edmonton, they'd be like, oh, thank you for coming. Um, <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead now. The bars are closed. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Goodbye. Thank you. That's it. Although... You can't use any of this. I, could be, I could be wrong, but... Isn't it true that in Ireland and Scotland and England, the pubs close at like 10 o'clock? False. That's false. They close at midnight. Really? Okay, so the question wasn't, is the spirit of Edmonton dead? The question was, is the spirit of Calgary dead? And I said no, because I talked about the bar scene. Yeah, so you think in comparison to Edmonton, Calgary is alive and vibrant? no, No, I think in terms of like... North America, Calgary is alive and vibrant. And I think it can be even more. I think we just need a better government, to be quite honest. A better provincial government? Yes. Yeah. I think oh, we, need- we have a great-ass mayor. 
GOT. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. I voted. I'm not going to lie. I voted for GOT Gondak. Me too. Right? Yeah. Fark, no. So. Fark off. Fark off. Yeah. Let's Fark just you guys. I didn't vote for GOT. <laughs> Who'd you vote for? Not GOT. All right. Who'd you, you vote for? Farkas? You know something? I don't even remember. It's kind of slipped my mind. Really? Is it Farkas? Huh? Is it Farkas? What kind of maniac do you take me for? Okay, Fair Fox. <laughs> anyway. Fair Fox. You don't no, remember? I actually don't remember right off the top of my head, but I didn't vote for Jody. Okay. And you know what I don't agree with? There's not a climate crisis in Calgary. I don't no, agree. There's a world climate there's a crisis. There's a lot of guys you know warming up their trucks in my neighborhood. Yeah, it's sure. above six. You know my airplanes? <laughs> like, I like hold my breath when I'm running in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not trying to poo-poo on the travel tourism industry, <laughs> okay? But the fact is, there is so much like fossil fuel emissions coming from transportation. Oh, you're right. That like that we need. We need to transport goods. Especially with like all the roads burned do out we? right now. Why yeah. don't we just go local? If we all because just I don't want to live in the Stone Age, okay? Just grow a greenhouse and grow all your own stuff. Well, you go do that, you hipster. You got time? I don't have time. He calls me, he calls me a hipster mm-hmm. because I because you have time. Propose, <laughs> you have time to care about like that stuff. I I barely have enough time to just fill the fridge, and I'm just looking to make sure that this you know the place I go to fill up my fridge with is full of stuff. Because that's my but concern right now. But if the right place now. you filled yeah. your fridges up was your backyard, fridge would always be filled. Uh, you come Logic. on over, you agriculturalist. Logic. Come on I over, have a gardener. Fridge. I have a fridge in my backyard. Some chickens. Well, it's in the alley. I got There's like nothing a in fridge it. in the garage. <laughs> Actually, it's my neighbor's fridge. Did you steal your neighbor's fridge? No, it's just up there. Oh. You got the kids playing it. Yeah. Soviet era <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Nuclear bomb goes off. And I let them out. If I hear the the knocking from inside, I let them out. <laughs> How much of that segment do you think you can actually well, use? That if segment being, just if ended right being, there. If you're being completely honest, how much can you use of that segment? You know, I, I'm only looking at the present. I don't look at the past. I'm not editing on the go here. I have no idea. No, no, when you're sitting in your hot tub, you're going to be like... What the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, the editing suite, I think you mean. And yes. You know that, who the worst is? is this guy? He's just starting trouble. <laughs> okay. Look at how comfy he's starting trouble. But here's half the huh. problem is that I was trying to keep with this theme of is something dead? That's fine. Okay. No, yeah, I, so okay. these are all my old questions. And you can see it's dragging us down. The only one that was supposed to drag us up was oh. the whole thing of the positivity of 2021. Oh, hold on. But man, did that ever drag us can down? Can I read a poem? Further? Can I read a poem? Ooh. Things always get better when I read a poem. It's about time. Well, are we on a say? It doesn't matter. No, it is. It has very much to do with this. I don't know. Audience, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You'll see how how it connects. I'm going to read a poem, too. In fact, this might be our next prompt for our next topic. Well, I do have a poetry uh, prompt uh, topic. Oh, excellent. It will follow this. Absolutely. Even though number three won. All right. Carry on. By Tyler Perry. This is called Not Horses. By Natalie Shapiro. Oh, I know this one. I love this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's good. You okay with me reading it? Do you want to read it? No, you read it. You sure? You're always better than I am. All right. What I adore is not horses with their modern domestic lifespan of 25 years. What I adore is a bug that lives only one day, especially if it's a terrible day, a day of train derailment or chemical lake or cop admits to cover up a day when no one thinks of anything else (coughs) least of all that bug I know how it feels 
born as I've been into these rotting times, as into sin. Everybody's busy. So distraught they forget to kill me. And even that won't keep me alive. I share my home, not with horses, but with a little dog who sees poorly at dusk and menaces stumps, makes her muscle known to every statue. I wish she could have a single day of language so that I might reassure her, don't be afraid. Our whole world is dead and so can do you no harm. Oh my God. That's very uplifting. That is literally how I think everyone feels, honestly. Yeah. The whole That's world awesome. is dead. Um, yeah. That was one of my topics. So I'm my, say the is world the world, is dead. oh, that'd be easy. Yes. Yes. The world that governs your world is larger than your world is dead. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about that poem. Let's, let's, um, let's napalm this poem for a Sure. Minute. Sure. Why do you think Natalie Shapiro uses the imagery of horses instead of, I mean, obviously the idea of horses is... I guess their beauty, their beauty, mm-hmm. like their elegance, maybe their like connectivity to the natural world, perhaps. But mm-hmm. but why horses? Because they're domesticated, maybe. Could be. But she's contrasting like the beauty of horses against the ugliness of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And the the transit, like just I wish I, you know, like a bug. Yeah. Who lives for one day, especially if it's just a terrible day, then it's done, mm-hmm. right? It's like his horses experience longevity and understand, like you, like beauty, because sh- we see them as beautiful creatures. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, because people adore them. People say that, like, when you look into the eyes of a horse, that you can see their spirit, like like humans. Yeah. They say that. I would say that about my dog as well, though. And interestingly enough, there's a lot of animal... Dogs. How many horses do you see on a... Don't ever. I will kill you. Dogs are the greatest. Um, I love my dog because I I accept that it's dumb. It's not dumb. Yeah. In its own way. Like, I mean, it's annoyingly dumb. My dog is just like, it's got its game that it has to play because it's a dog. And there's the way dogs operate. I'm like, oh, God, okay, Mm -hmm. I guess I got to put up with this for the rest of your life. You know, lovely dog for what it is. Um, Why do you think that she chooses horses? Uh, well, I was going to say something kind of like what, what I was going to mention is I think that like there is a lot of animal imagery within mm-hmm. this poem. So maybe it begins with horses, but yeah. maybe like horses, the bug, the the dog, mm-hmm. right? They're all mentioned. Maybe it's the animal imagery that contrasts like the beauty of animals which contrasts with the ugliness of the world because animals are pure, because mm-hmm. animals um, like aren't capable of like purposeful destruction. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's the beauty of the animals contrasted with the shit of the world. Mm-hmm. Or is it just their relationship with humans or how like subjugated they kind of are th- through their whole life? Well, that's what I was like, like, Or that's the story. That's what Infectious said. Well, she also, yeah. she, uses, she uses the imagery of horses, but... Specifically, not horses. Horses are only mentioned to be negated in this poem. Hmm. Right? Like, what I adore is not horses. 
and then well, but I share my by, home, okay, not with horses, but with a little dog. By saying not horses, she's implying horses. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. saying, I'm thinking of not snowmen. Well, obviously you're thinking oh, fuck, of I snowmen, right? A snowman. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. It. So it is. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that purposeful attention to. Can you yeah. read the beginning of the poem again? Yeah. Wait. Can I read the beginning of the poem? Please do. You already read it. Yes. Well, I'd love you to. Oh, it's from our favorite website. <laughs> what I adore is not horses with their modern domestic lifespan of 25 years. What I adore is a bug that lives only one day, especially if it's a terrible day, a day of train derailment or chemical lake or cop admits to cover up, a day when no one thinks of anything else, least of all, that bug. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because time is an important part of this poem. Yeah. 25 years contrasted with one day, a terrible day. Is it because horses live to see the good and the bad? Like 25 years, a quarter of a century, you can see a hell of a lot. You can see a pandemic, you could see... But it's like, it's True. relating it to humans. Like, I mean, you live your whole life in this kind of mentality and you're like, you're locked in. Yeah. And and, and kind of like the crisis that we're all facing right now. Mm-hmm. Where we're like, I can ride this out to my pension ends. Right? <laughs> and just do the same thing over and over Every again. fucking year. I don't know but, what crisis uh, you're referring to. I don't that's feel the crisis this crisis. Like, it's, it's like a midlife <laughs> crisis. Oh, that's just, wow, this is me realizing I'm going to die real soon. I'm going to call you We're Happy Sisyphus. Slowly. You happy Sisyphus. Happy Sisyphus is fine. It's good. I would take Tantalus as well. Dionysus. Well, I, okay, di- okay, if I can be Dionysus, hells yeah. I'm just going to party all the time okay. and hang out with naked, like, nymphs. Yeah. But the horses have a modern domestic lifespan of 25 years. It's, it's very specific. Why 25 years? And why domestic? Because that's what they're talking about. It literally might be like domesticated horses 25 years. Is that how long they live? Must be. I, I don't know. But like dogs live 15 years. as domesticated human beings. We're the domesticated. They're talking about horses, but they're talking about us and our condition. Mm-hmm. And we try to preserve things. We, we see the that's value see of <laughs> longevity. That's how you see it. That's, that's reader response here right there. That's how you see it, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think we're horses in this? Well, what about this, though? It all relates to us. Well, what, what would be the point of writing a story about a bunch of horses? No, I think it's a contemplation well. on, like, the beauty of life versus the terribleness of life. Mm. But so. what does she relate to? She relates to the bug. She says, I know how it feels. Yeah. Born as I've been into these rotting times. Because the human experience, like, dude, the human experience is suffering. Right? Did you have had me? Oh, yeah. No, I'm Felt like a high five. Yeah. Honestly, five we're, we're born into suffering. For the record, that was a fist bump, not a, a high bump. five. That's all we're well, born that's into. That's what he offered. Like, humans are born into suffering. We know this. We're, we're taught that. Like, I mean, that's As what into life sin. is. As into sin. No, no, just suffering. Not sin. She life is sin. just suffering. Into these rotting times. Yeah, talk about our times. Talking about, like... That's what she's talking about. There's no point in having a commentary about the beauty of life and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when it actually talks about something, like, relevant, and, yeah. and I mean by our times, it's current times. Well, Whenever she wrote this, that was the current time. Can times. we just be and honest? it's always been that feeling. That's it. Sure. Let's imagine this. If you told anyone, we live in rotting times, 
they would agree with you. Yeah, Hamlet like, would agree with you. Have you heard of that that place? Could you give me a brief <laughs> summary <laughs> of what the plot of Hamlet you is? Do you, do you mind about that? It last time, but um, for our but listeners, like, like if you asked anyone, like describe, like does Hamlet actually use the, the phrase "rotting times"? Uh, well, Marcellus, I think, says something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Okay. Because, but, I'm just joking. But the point is, like, I mean, <laughs> if you mentioned rotting times to anyone who lived uh-huh. at any time, they'd agree. Yeah. I think human life is suffering. And human life is literally understanding, like, life is pretty mm-hmm. fucking awful unless you have a bottle of prisoner beside you. And except for yeah. us, we have it pretty awesome. Okay, well, generally. But, I mean, but, but imagine this. Isn't life full of suffering? Isn't life rotten? Like... No, do not you, for us. No, do you realize that one day everyone you love will die? That's not horrible. Yeah. Do you realize that? That's okay. It's also the Flaming Lips song. I, I just don't want to live it. forever. You live forever? That's a, that's worse. But everything you love one In day is going to die. Probably and worst. everything is... You get to see it decay. You're going to watch it for a lot longer than you should have to watch it. This show of humanity right now <laughs> yeah. is like... A horror show. You know what I mean? It's like watching the collapse of the Roman civilization, and you're like, no. Well, don't America. Do it. Well, but that's it. That's that's the rotting times. That's that's realizing. But that's just how it feels around here. But and that's. Like, but everyone feels that way. That's the thing. You got it. The, yeah. And they always have. Always have. Always will. Yeah. But she's also Except saying. in the eighties. You think there's a hopefulness? <laughs> well, no, I don't think there's hopefulness. But I think there's. So, she calls them rotting times. And she. She, what does she say? She says, I know how it feels, but into these rotting times isn't a sin. Everybody's busy, so distraught, they forget to kill me. And even that won't keep me alive. So it's like the futility of trying to prolong your existence. Or like human ambivalence about not caring for one another. Like, what does it say? They forget. They forget to kill me. Yeah, they're too busy. And even that won't keep me alive. This poem is obviously about human existence. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, the, the terribleness we'll them, of like human existence, yeah. Put them out of their misery, working in your office, doing jobs you don't want to do, and feeling yeah. imprisoned in your life. I don't feel that way. Sisyphus. Tantalus. Bacchus. Yes. I'm not crossing 100% you. again. If I can hang out with like naked nymphs all day and drink wine, that yeah, I don't that kind you. of describes me right now except for the naked nymphs. But <laughs> what about the last line though? So, don't. in any poem, uh-huh. you you know, like the first line, last line, always the most important. Always. Always. So, don't be afraid. Our whole world is dead. And so can do you no harm. I think it means just embrace, just embrace the terribleness of the world. Like we're in it. Like you can't, like the world is terrible. There's suffering. Just sort of live within it and embrace it. I actually find it hopeful. It's like live your life the human. inside of this terrible sort of world we live in. Just, yeah. just have a go. That's how I read it. Yeah. I, I think it's the people who are like supposed to stomp on the bike who are so empty. Mm. I think it's the owners of the horses who are so empty. It's like the thing, the thing that's supposed to put you out of your misery, whether it's your job or whatever it is, mm-hmm. doesn't even have the humanity <laughs> to put you down, let you die, send you to war, give you like an honorable death. 
Instead of just drains you dry. Because it doesn't fucking care about nope. you. It's just a machine. And that's part of the problem right now. I think like algor- algorithmically we're being patterned mm-hmm. and the AI is getting stronger. And I'm not like conspiracy, but it is getting stronger <laughs> in understanding our behavior yeah. and how to coerce our behavior or convince our behavior to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to be aware of. Fucking Al Gore. Al Gore. We're all part of the algorithm. <laughs> Oh my God! All right, you ready to spin that wheel? Well, hold on. Have we? What even did was that poem? Was that just like a zone segue? You just wanted to read not horses? No, no, we just I wanted like to read yeah. that. Oh, and that actually brought us to our next. We're talking topic. about things that were dead, right? Yeah, that's true. Hope, love, death, humanity. Well, God. Speaking of death, Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. Have you read Iron John by Robert I have, Bly? I have not. Oh fuck. I have that book. I've not read it, but I started reading it. I picked it up at a book sale. He recently died. Robert Bly died? He died. Very recently. Also, Stephen Sondheim died today. Oh, the soccer player? No, he was the, like, um, Broadway musician into the woods. Oh, shit. Sweeney Todd. Mm. Well, you care now, do you? Anyway. <laughs> the soccer I just assumed you What, cared. like the Swedish soccer player Stephen Sondheim <laughs> died, and I'm really... Uh, second did, part to my question. What about Robert Bly and the Iron John? Cause I yeah, got that. exactly. He recently died, mm-hmm. um, and he wrote a kind of a monumental poem called Iron John. Find it. <laughs> and do you agree with the perspective offered in the poetry book that has the American man, that the American man has become soft and feminized? It was kind of a, a big push about... Yeah men being more like in touch with their masculinity yeah oh, i meant to read it i wish i'd read it now already i don't like it hmm, how come i don't like the idea of like someone telling you how to be masculine or what masculinity means yeah because it's not a universal truth masculinity is it's shifting it's permeable right what was considered masculine a hundred years ago isn't masculine today so right today, masculinity is more about being accepting or being um, able to be in touch with your feelings or being a good parent. That's masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's shifting. It's ever evolving. Yep. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I. It was a pushback, sorry, though. It was a pushback bad. against the softening of. Yeah. Of men. So the was this guy like? Did this guy have like roles. twenty kids? Did he? Like, was he, like, a farmer who tilled the land for, like, 100 years? Does he have... He, He's a poet. Okay, for Christ's sake, he was a poet. And a poet is talking about the softening of men? If anything, poetry is seen as one of the most female things in the world. Give me a break. This is ironic. Anyway. Well, is it, like, a love poem, or...? It's a book. It's a book. Oh, it's, for Christ's sake. Well, we He's, he was that. a poet, but it was a book of nonfiction. It was, like, a book about masculinity. Does anyone see the irony in that? That, like, a writer is talking about masculinity or a poet is... No, honestly. That sounds a poet's like talking about... Well, it sounds masculinity. like you have some common sense about what masculinity is. Yeah. I sure do. Maybe common sense isn't dead after all. Mm. Time to revisit question number five. Or was it number three? It was number one. Ooh. It was right off the bat. But what number was it on the wheel? <sighs> number one. Oof. Yep. The initial question. Well, yeah. some people could say so? that wine is for, like, girls. Like, some beer is for men. Yeah, People are pushing back. Yeah, which is funny, though, because, like... They identify with it. Wine was drunk by, like, Roman... Em- no, it's, it's... What do you mean, wine's for women? Wine know, was drunk just, by, like... It's not me who's saying it. It's men, well, who guys. is saying it? Give me, 
show me one man who's saying that. No, but it's like advertised. Look at that the way. glass you drink it out of. Look how delicate it is. Yeah. It's not delicate. It's, it's made delicate. This it has a stem. Yeah. You like know why? Like a flower. It's, the beer bottle looks like a It's beer. made um, like a stem so that. So you don't warm the wine when you hold it. Right. And also, so you get the aromatic flavors of the wine. This is about so you appreciation. You hold it like a flower. It's about appreciation. So hold it like a delicate flower. Okay. I so could. there's a lot of dudes who want to be like. It has a bouquet. Actually, it is interesting. Wine does have a bouquet. Yeah. It's a spell. Yeah, exactly. All this stuff is a very effeminate. Blossoms. Yeah. These are things that are associated with. Oaky afterbirth. <laughs> now we're getting more masculine. <laughs> This is afterbirth. Oki. Masculine? Oki oh. afterbirth. Oki right. is a masculine. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What about this whole idea of binary, like the polarity of genders, right? Like, yeah. that's one thing that I know growing up, I felt like masculinity was really important to me. Like, I remember feeling so proud when someone, like, there used to be this thing yeah. the kids would say, they'd say, like, check your fingernails to see if they're dirty. And depending on how you looked at your hand, oh yeah, you look. If you this look way, like this with your fingers man. curled towards you, you're straight. If you look like yeah. this with your palm facing away from you, you're gay. I remember that too. Yeah, I remember that. It's like, oh, you're you're a man, or oh, you're a girl. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but and I'm. It, well, not, when I'm I did it, it was it. like straight or gay, right? Like yeah, that was yeah. how they could tell if you were gay. It was funny because I was just like, no, I'm just looking at my fingernails. Just yeah. that's just how I want it. It's easier for me this way. But yeah. it, kids are clever. It mattered to me. It mattered to me when I was in high school. They really are <laughs> experts what? in like getting to the heart of things and really tearing your soul out. Kids, maybe yeah. in elementary right. matter. I don't know, but once I don't know once there, there was a point I hit where I was just like, <laughs> I don't on even purpose. care. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just totally ripped you apart there. <laughs> I just thought you were gay because of the way you looked at your nails. You know, realized <laughs> you were struggling with that. And Jen, you know what? It's kind of funny because like, fuck, you, you you teach kids. Nowadays, and they're like, oh, so-and-so is calling me gay. And I'm like, well, are you gay? I'm like, no. He's like, well, don't worry about it then. Like, it doesn't matter what they say. Don't worry about it. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not, or they're saying, I like this guy. Well, do you like this guy? No. Well, then don't worry about it. Like, it doesn't matter what they say. Like, just yeah. But isn't that the worry. ultimate lesson? And that's what they have to go that through? That should be the ultimate lesson. Like, just don't worry about it. Just, just don't worry about it. Like, it doesn't matter. But that's good teaching. That's what I'm saying. Well, I hope so, but I'm just, if, if it doesn't. But they don't know this Like, stuff. if it's not going to change yeah. you as a person. You ever watch uh, the TV show Derek? Yes. Rick is your base, right? Yes. One of my, the, the favorite thing I ever saw, episode one, where this guy comes in and wants to, like, test Derek for being autistic. Mm -hmm. He says, Derek, I think you might be autistic. And Derek says, will this change who I am? He says, no. He's like, will it make me a different person? He says, no. And Derek says, well, don't worry about it then. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, maybe I, maybe I'm not. Don't worry about what I am then. I'm just going to be me. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, I, I've always loved that about that show. Just that whole line, like, well, don't worry about it then. Yeah. Like, if I'm not, I'm not. It's yeah, what is what it, it is. Well, exactly. Yeah. What does it actually matter? And that, 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 that's it. Like, I mean, if someone says, oh, you're acting real gay. And it's like, okay, well, are you gay? No. Okay, don't worry about it. Like, Do are you gay? teaching perspective. And how to deal well, with it. Of course. Right? <laughs> but, yeah. like, you know, when you're young. I know it's tough. There's no one I around. Know. There's no one around to be like, hey, what they're doing is ill. But maybe, but maybe we could. Maybe, like, nowadays we could start real young when someone's like, oh, my God, he called me stupid. Well, are you stupid? No. Don't worry about it then. 
Like, you're not. Don't worry about it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not stupid. Yeah. Although, are we allowing the negative implications, though, with gay? Well, that's, that's yeah. the example. I mean, yeah. but there's no, and that's it. There is no, I mean. Uh, are you gay? Yes. Then okay. fine. Then that's right. okay. Then, yeah. then again, I'd say the same thing. Don't worry yeah. about it. Then don't worry about it. Like, if, yeah. if they're saying you're gay and you are, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. No, and nothing negative should come with that. Like, that's the point. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's a tough thing. Like, it, is. it would just be easier if, like, there wasn't negativity attached to sort of, and who determines what's negative? Who? Mm-hmm. That's just it. Like, oh, you look at your nails this way, you're gay. Okay, and if I was? Because like, it's, it's, what's it's it small and innocent. Yeah. It's, a, it's a funny thing to them. I know. Right? And that's it. It's a joke. But, but where does like, it start from? But the fact that it's they a saw joke, someone else do it. That's the most and dangerous thing. The fact funny. that it's a joke. So you're taught from the youngest mm-hmm. age it's a joke, which is why, for instance, the lottery by Shirley Jackson is so dangerous. You have these kids at the very beginning of the story who are collecting stones mm-hmm. that are going to be used later in the lottery. And the whole idea is like the lottery is almost like child's play. You're teaching children that stoning people is a game, mm-hmm. right? And once hmm. you involve children yeah. at the youngest level, they become fervent defenders of it. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like they'll defend it forever. And once you teach them, like it's okay to do this, or like this is this is just what yeah. children do. You can't change their opinion ever. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that's why allegiance to the flag every morning, and allegiance to religions and other things is you know something that we have to consider. Is that healthy for our children? Well, do you think to every day, think and to, I don't know if the answer is that is nationalism very important. Is it important to maintain that connection because we are getting pulled away from it? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Should we be singing about our country all the time? And but that's different, no, isn't it? Every like, hockey game and praying uh, every moment and no, you know what I mean? like it has different beliefs mm-hmm. and that's fine that's that's the point of it i think is to push that belief or at least reveal what that belief is and how to be a part well, of that's, it that's that's a political agenda isn't it but seeing you're a national anthem yourself praying that, right? that's a it's a nationalistic agenda yeah it's a form yeah. of propaganda honestly yeah it is i have a hard time well, we had. I do what like was the, the song, day? though. What was the day that Wednesday a couple of weeks ago? It was like Red Wednesday or something. Oh, rare. Oh, red for like for Christians who are yeah. persecuted or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting there with my home room, and they're announcing it over the announcement, saying today is the day that we remember all Christians who are discriminated against because we are the most discriminated against religion. And I was like, <laughs> I think I just heard Prophet's eyes roll. Honestly, I was looking no, at my that students. Was me, like going for the record button to press stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, alert, Esau, time to edit. Cut this shit out. Like this should just be bleepity bleep bleep. Because but they honestly, say this I, I in can't schools, put that. No, it's just, like, think about it. it. Is Christianity really the most persecuted religion? Not no, at it's, all. It's insidious. Did you hear that fucking? Okay, the fund that was supposed to be set up for all the residential school survivors. Mm-hmm. And then they like owed them like 25 million. They're like, no, we don't have that kind of money. And we're a different organization now because <laughs> they restructured. So we'll help you out, but like we can't pay the whole amount. And then in 2015, they'd paid about three and a half million. And then they got forgiven by the government. And you're like, why <laughs> did you just forgive something that's not yours to forgive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was an agreement <laughs> and they canceled the agreement. Wow. And 
this is the problem, is that they've found ways to restructure their organization to protect their assets. Yeah. And there's a lot of assets. And millions of dollars of assets and property and other items. And if you go deep enough into the Vatican files and everything else, they won't let you have access to. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, <laughs> um, they're not doing it without reason and that they're not a powerful organization that people need to reckon with. I'm not taking them lightly. And I hope they don't figure out who I am. Because Catholic that's Church is like honestly the most powerful organization the in history. Mm-hmm. Honestly. So, there you go. I don't think they're after you, though. <laughs> no. They've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you got to make an example of you. <laughs> I, well, I don't think it'll be you. It could be. I don't think it'll be you. Because I don't think fucking Francis is listening to your podcast right now. But if he is, I'm blown up, man. Pope Francis, I actually kind of like you. Japan. This is season two, man. This is where it goes. Season two. This is where it goes. All right. Being in Japan and the Vatican.